0: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, The Armstrong and Getty Show
2: last night President Biden did a rare sit down interview on 60 Minutes. I don't know if you saw this. And he made a pretty big announcement in case you missed it, here it is. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. It's, but the pandemic is over. It's kind of huge news to mention so casually, you know? I wasn't expecting the end of a a two-and-a-half-year nightmare to be announced on the floor of the Detroit Auto Show. He's like, (laughs) for the rest of the interview, uh, whenever Biden answered a question, the staffer quickly read the car engine. He's like, that's why we're going to go to war with. (laughs) We're going to support
3: Wow. Wow. It's open season
4: on the old president. Interesting that he ran that first clip cold. I mean, there was no joke or anything, but the folks just started tittering immediately. Yeah. And and chuckling as Biden spoke.
3: It is kind of a nonchalant announcing the biggest thing that has happened in most of our lives is being over.
4: Yeah, it was interesting. I was reading the New York Times discussion of that. I probably have it around here, but who cares? Um, talking about how, well, there are still 400-plus people dying every day. Yeah, a lot of those people are dying with COVID because the Omicron and it's the B1, B3, X4, YZ or whatever it is these days, is so incredibly contagious. You know, everybody's going to get it once or twice or three times, and they'll be fine. Um, But at the same time, they said, on the other hand, it is uh, uh, soon going to be endemic, meaning it's just part of civilization. It comes and it goes, it rises and it falls, and everybody gets it a few times, Uh, they said. And frequently, you don't know when it's endemic uh, until you're past it. And, And so clearly, I mean, look around you. Look, do you feel like the pandemic is still going on unless you live in, you know, the the most liberal part of the country and work in a medical clinic? The answer is clearly no. Well, there are
3: hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of teachers that are being fired for not getting the vaccine. Oh, right,
4: right. And and the the Pentagon's got to figure out what they're going to do, too. They're they're getting rid of, at a time of terrible recruiting shortages, they're getting rid of healthy Marines because they won't get a jab that won't prevent transmission anyway for a disease that a healthy 23-year-old doesn't have anything to fear from.
3: Right. And
4: uh, I just saw this headline in the
3: Washington Post. COVID shots for young kids arrived in June. Very few have received them. Yeah, yeah. I knew that was going to be the case. When you were making a big deal out of but announcing it that practically nobody was gonna get those shots. Anyway. That story has been going on for quite a while. So speaking of Joe Biden, and one of the reasons I think people titter as soon as they hear his voice is he sounds like an old lost man most of the time, even when he's you know even when he's at his best, he sounds like a doddering old man. He just does. What is normal forgetting and what isn't it? What isn't? As you get older, everybody gets concerned. Okay, do I have dementia coming on? Is this early onset Alzheimer's or is this normal? And here are a couple of... Uh, I found this very handy from PhD neuroscientist from Harvard. For instance, forgetting where you parked. Not remembering where you parked because you didn't pay attention is normal and different than what happens with Alzheimer's. If you have Alzheimer's... Let's say you park in a mall garage and shop for an hour. When you return to the parking garage, you're not wondering if you parked on level three or four. You're thinking, I don't remember how I got here. Or you're standing in front of your car and you don't recognize it as yours. Oh, boy.
4: That's so scary.
3: Well, it is. But I like that as a very clear dividing line between the, you know, God dang it. What floor was it again? I should have written it down. Right. And I don't know if this is my car or not. Yeah. Which I think most of us, that would be astonishing if that ever happened. Uh, Another one from this Ph.D. Harvard neuroscientist. Uh, Forgetting a person's name or a movie title. So getting stuck on a word, tip of your tongue. Oh, what's that person's name or what is that movie or whatever. We all If you're past a certain age. Welcome to my world. This is one of the most common experiences of memory retrieval failure. Trying to come up with a word, most often a proper noun, such as a person's name or movie title. You know you know it, but you just can't, like, bring it forward in your mind. Uh, Failure to retrieve words can be an early sign of Alzheimer's, so it it can be the beginning of that. But so how can you know whether it's an ordinary tip-of-the-tongue moment or a symptom of dementia? If it's Alzheimer's, you're blocking dozens of words a day. God, I feel like I'm at maybe double digits. Mm. I don't know, maybe but not that But that's not dozens. It's not dozens, and it's not this. Instead of blanking primarily in proper nouns, people with Alzheimer's, you forget common nouns such as pen, spoon, or bicycle. Oh, I never boy. look at my kid's bike and can't remember. it. Get on your, uh, you know, your, uh, what do you call that thing? That's never happened to me ever once in my life, thank God.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I will have a senior moment looking for words now and again on the show. Um, I think part of that's that I've got a fairly large vocabulary, but uh, no, it's never like common nouns.
3: It's the advantage of knowing eleven words, like me, yeah. all at yeah. the all at the ready.
4: Right, you got them written out in front of you.
3: Um, but yeah, yeah. If you can't remember what this thing is you're writing with in your hand is called, uh, that's that's completely different. Uh, Another one, forgetting where you put your keys or other objects. Losing track of where you left your keys is normal. It's probably just a result of you're not paying attention, but losing your keys and finding them in a place that keys shouldn't be, which I have done this, like the refrigerator or microwave, I've found my keys in the refrigerator before, like bringing a bunch of groceries and you're holding a bunch of things at one
4: time. Yeah, I'm an absent-minded guy and I've done stuff like that in in my young vital years.
3: Uh, but if you find your, key, if you like, come across your car keys and you don't remember what they're used for, that's not normal. Wow.
4: You know, I have I have a good friend, and I'm going to present this, uh, you know, carefully and respectfully. He has a, a relative who has pretty serious Alzheimer's. Uh, this gal is quite old, but Jack, you're going to think this is nuts. Uh, lovely old gal too, but just really, really old. She has long been a drinker, and probably to excess, and in her declining years, demanded they bring her her favorite liquor. Well, at one point, because of her Alzheimer's, she forgot that she drinks and doesn't ask for what? it anymore. What? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Just doesn't ask for it anymore.
3: That's a tragedy.
4: And it went from like an every time to a she just doesn't remember that she really likes it and drinks it, which is, again, kind of scary and sad. There's nothing sadder than Alzheimer's. But the point of this segment is to, you know, put your mind at ease. So you could forget that you like something very pleasurable. Could you forget like
3: sex is a thing or forget? uh,
4: Well, at that age, come on. Um, But I think most experts would say that it was probably an addiction, alcoholism at that point. It makes me wonder whether, you know, like with the rapid eye movement thing, EMDR, is that what it's called? Yeah. I've never been able to remember that, even when I was like 30. Um, so uh, I wonder if there's a way to like make you forget you're a drug addict. <laughs> I don't know. You That's... just wake up one day and you think, what am I going to do today? And it just never even occurs to you, well, I got to get a hit.
3: I really like how stark these are from this Ph.D. neuroscientist. It makes me feel better. I I, I always remember somebody with similar qualifications saying um, forgetting where you put your keys is not a big problem, forgetting what keys are for is a big problem, and that's just always stuck in my head uh, as, a, as a big difference. Here's one, forgetting how to do an activity like making coffee. This one has to do with muscle memory, which is remarkably stable over time. We tend to remember how to do what we've learned to do, especially with it's an activity we perform routinely. So if you go to make a cup of coffee and don't remember how to work the machine, or you're doing laundry but can't remember how to use your own washer, or you're stumped by any other tests that you've been doing for a very long time, that is a scary sign of al- Alzheimer's.
4: How about if you, like, play golf like you ought to be on the pro tour one day, and then the next day you suck?
3: <laughs> is that the sign of Alzheimer's? That's an interesting one right there. Yeah, because we all, we all have lots of things like that that you can practically do without thinking about it at all. Mm-hmm. Throw out yesterday's K cup, put a new one in there, fill up the water thing, press the start button. But just all of a sudden, you're perplexed by it.
4: Yeah, yeah, boy. See your doc. That's so scary. I want to talk about something else.
3: That's good stuff. I'm happy to hear that because I'm I'm well short of all those
4: requirements. Most of them, anyway. Oh, so who uh, said that? Oh, what? I want you. I want to make this clear because Jack gave me guilt before, and I don't need guilt. I got enough guilt. Um. I was going to hit you with in this corner, the Floridian Fury, Ron DeSantis,
3: the Floridian Fury,
4: <laughs> and in this corner, the California Crackpot, Gavin Newsom. They're clearly squaring off, trying to become president in 2024. The only reason we're talking about it. We're not going to seriously handicap. Now, now, of course, Newsom has an advantage with this electorate. If you look at the Fourth District of Ohio, no, none of that. But it's a great, it's a great uh, personality conflict. It's a great uh, back and forth uh, sword fight at this point. It's just entertaining. So we're going to bring you some of that, especially because it centers around the immigration flap, which is pretty top of mind. Sure. So that's coming up in moments. Stay with us.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty
3: Show. We have a crisis on the border. Ron DeSantis is not backing down as he faces fierce criticism from Democrats who have called the Florida governor's decision to fly 50 Venezuelan migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard immoral and illegal. Conservative audiences applauded the governor's actions during a national tour this weekend. He's angered Democrats like California Governor Gavin Newsom, who challenged DeSantis to a debate on immigration, and his Democratic gubernatorial challenger Charlie Crist, who's joined a chorus of lawmakers calling for the feds to open a human trafficking investigation into claims that migrants were misled about job opportunities. You know, that whole challenging, dis- de- I call him death sentence, Governor death sentence wow. in Florida what? for forcing people to go to school and work during the pandemic, but
4: um, and having roughly the same outcome as California, which shut down and ruined its economy.
3: So Gavin Newsom, so they they both are th- thinking they're gonna they can be the nominees for their party to run for president, and they're trying to they're trying to make it a fait accompli, as they say. in... Latinia, wherever they speak Latin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Latin America. uh, Latin Latin America and whatnot. Um, uh, 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 So they're both trying to be the fait accompli. Like, uh, you know, everybody gets dug in on defending them to the point that they're just the nominees. I think that's what they're both hoping for. Uh, As far as them debating the governor of Florida and the governor of California debating, it's kind of an interesting issue. And if they're presidential candidates debating two and a half years before the election. Um, what do you think of that? Should DeSantis accept that? I feel like
4: for majority opinion, the facts are on his side. Wow. You know, it's funny. I hadn't actually thought in terms of it happening. I just thought it was more posturing and grabbing of headlines and that sort of thing. Uh, and actually, I got to get the insults they traded. Uh, there it is. Um, before we get to the actual analysis... Um, DeSantis, uh, told his audience, all I can say is I think his hair gel is interfering with his brain function.
3: All righty. Well, <laughs> I, 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 think that's funny. I, I, I have laughed at that sort of thing in the past when Trump did it all the time. I laughed with my head back and my teeth showing over and over again as he did that sort of thing. I, I'm not amused anymore by that sort of thing. I feel like we've come off the rails And we need to grow up a little bit, and I think there's a lot of important subjects, and I wish... Yeah, I just... Well,
4: uh. you're you're out of luck, Jack, because (laughs) Gavin Newsom clapped back. Oh, no! Hey, hey, at Gov, Ron DeSantis, clearly you're struggling, distracted, and busy playing politics with people's lives. Since you only have one overriding need, attention, let's take this up and debate. I'll bring my hair gel, you bring your hairspray. Name the time before election day.
3: So I'm, I'm not just I don't I'm not just doing the partisan rooting for my team thing here because I agree with DeSantis more than Newsom on this particular issue by far. I think the facts are on DeSantis's side in terms of all the polling I've seen over the years about illegal immigration and whatnot. I, I think he would come out ahead in that sort of thing. So should he accept that? Not to mention the fact that he went to Harvard and Yale uh, and uh, he seems to be a pretty sharp guy he he tries to actually hide it to be a populist desantis Mm -hmm. but uh you know
4: gavin newsom uh, i don't think he he went to sonoma valley and napa valley well
3: i don't you know i'm not big on that whole sort of thing and 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 i don't think he is actually an an idiot or anything like that but there's no reason to think desantis can't you know intellectually
4: stand on the stage with gavin newsom obviously plus the facts are on his side so i think he ought to do it it's a little premature, honestly, because then we'd end up with those guys running for president for two and a half solid you years. You know,
3: I actually the more I think about it, we should have a lot more of this. This is what we need: actual debates about actual issues. We should end up more often with the I don't know the the senator from Wisconsin and the congressperson from Ohio uh, disagreeing on something and doing a debate about it, and then we uh,
4: sit around and talk about who we think won. Wow, debate night in America! Yeah. Every but, uh, Tuesday night, have the, uh, the mayor of this city versus the mayor of that city. Of
3: course, if it all ends up being shots about height and hair gel, Gavin is no. 6'3", DeSantis is 5'8", I think I saw. It doesn't matter. Oh, half. you say it doesn't matter. Wait till they're standing side, on side uh, by side on stage. Gavin DeSantis is tire, He's the little giant.
4: do no, stop it. The little giant. That's half, half of its hair gel. Uh, DeSantis had more to say. 41, Michael. Clip 41. Come on. Pay attention there.
3: When you have criminal aliens that have gotten across the border, and those criminal aliens then go and victimize American citizens, do you ever hear anything about that by these folks? They
4: want open borders, they want you to deal with the open borders, but they want to be immune from the consequences of these policies. Hit me with 42, Michael. They were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, saying how bad
3: it was to have a secure border. The minute even a small fraction of what those border towns deal with every day is brought to their front door, they all of a
4: sudden go berserk. All right, here's a punchline for you. If shipping people out of state to try to give them a better life amounts to kidnapping, Newsom has some explaining to do. Uh, In July of 2019, the SFist published an article critiquing a program called Homeward Bound, an effort initiated by Newsom as mayor of San Francisco. The program paid for bus tickets out of town, presumably with the destination being to friends and family willing to take the homeless individuals in. Uh, The publication, however, described it as a program with a nice name which masks the fact that it gives unsheltered San Franciscans a one-way Greyhound bus ticket out of town and asks them to never come back. Shipping out undesirables. Gavin Newsom's policy.
3: His hair gel has seeped into his
4: brain. Has it?
3: Yeah, I would love it if they actually debated this topic. I don't. I su-
4: like your idea.
3: I don't suppose it's going to happen. If you miss an hour of this show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, taking a flyer here. Taking a flyer here. This is all on the confidence we have in our executive producer, Mike Hanson, who says this is worth it because it's related to the Royals. And you know how I feel about the coverage of the Queen dying. I can't believe it's still on my TV. I thought once she was south of the ground, this would be over. I'm a no so
4: far. What else do we
3: have? Don Lemon is involved from CNN. Oh, wait a minute! Now you have my attention. And uh, I'm told this is worth this, the, the 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 juice is worth the squeeze. Or how's that saying go? Yes, indeed. Yes. I don't know if I like that saying. I mean, the never juice s-
4: is worth the squeeze. I, may, I like it.
3: I may never say that again. Why? I just I don't know. I'm it's about fruit juice. Are you sure? Yes. I'm thinking of that old juice. it. I'm thinking about that old blues song, uh, Squeeze My Lemon.
4: Mm Lord, don't finish that line. No, 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 no. No, this is about, no, right, exactly. You got an old dried out orange. The juice will not be worth the squeeze.
3: All right. Uh, let's listen to this and see if it's Maybe a,
5: you're just a perv. Have you ever considered that? <laughs> let's hear this. Well, this is coming when, you know, this, all of this wealth, and you hear about it, comes as England is facing rising cost of living, a living crisis, a, a austerity budget cuts, and so on. And then you have the, those who are asking uh, for reparations for colonialism, and they're wondering, you know, $100 billion, $24 billion here and there, $500 million there. Some people want to be paid back, and, uh, and members of the public are wondering, why are we suffering when you are...
6: 2,000 naval men died on the high seas trying to stop slavery. Why? Because the African kings were rounding up their own people. They had them on cages, waiting in the beaches. No one was running into Africa to get them. And I think you're totally right. If reparations need to be paid, we need to go right back to the beginning of that supply chain and say who was rounding up their own people and having them handcuffed in cages. Absolutely, that's where... They should start. And maybe, I don't know, the descendants of those families where they died in the high seas trying to stop the slavery, that those families should receive something, too, I think, at the same time.
5: It's an interesting discussion, Hillary. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. (laughs) That is
4: Hillary Fordwich befuddling the half-wit lemon.
3: Don Lemon, who's going to take over mornings on CNN. Which uh, is an interesting move, but that's a different topic. Uh, nice job. Nice job there on uh, pointing out the innumerable complexities to the idea of reparations that make it untenable as an idea, or should, uh, once oh, you dig into it. Through. But uh, that was a pretty, pretty, particularly good angle.
4: Yeah, you know, there's a lot to unpack there, as they say, and I shouldn't. Uh, Don Lemon's introduction. You know, talking about the Royals during times of rising cost it, of living and living crisis. I'm like, what? a living crisis? What? Yeah. He just rambled. And then he threw a bunch of numbers around but didn't connect them and then thought, okay, yeah, you're on CNN, so obviously you're down with all this rhetoric. I'll just tee you up to talk about reparations. And got it thrown back at him. Brilliant. That's a good one. Yeah, he really is not impressive at all. I'm surprised yeah. they're putting him on in the morning. Uh I, the other day on the way into work I'm, I'm flipping around the various uh shows uh, the various uh, channels and uh and CNN had the most serious news presentation at that very very hour, early hour of the morning. Um I would hate to see them get away from that and go with Don Lemon. I, maybe they're just paying him a lot and they got to put him to work somehow but he's losing his evening show, right? Uh yeah, I guess. Like I care what happens right. honestly, yeah. but right. I just I'm surprised. I don't. I don't watch many of those things.
3: Uh, don't cook your chicken in Nyquil. We'll get to that story later.
4: Stay tuned. I wasn't about to, but uh, I won't. FDA has
3: like... the FDA has stepped in and said, "Don't cook your chicken in Nyquil."
4: <laughs> I guess my question is why. I was trying not to be direct with that. Oh, uh, and speaking of uh, things that are probably hot on the internet, I'm guessing really int- interesting information. TikTok is the google for young people is it really i want to hear about that in a way that i really didn't understand but first a techno from a tech note from our beloved sponsor simply safe home security with 24 7 professional monitoring simply safes agents call you the moment a threat is detected and or dispatch police or first responders in an emergency even if you're not at home and can't be reached
3: so 24/7 monitoring by actual live human beings that are going to stay on the phone with me and keep me calm during a stressful situation that's got to be really expensive. But it's not. It's less than a dollar a day and there's no long-term contract and simply safe is a system you set up yourself in about 30 minutes at your own home. You don't wait for people to come and you know, set it up yourself go through that whole hassle and everything like that. Simply safe is simple to use, simple to buy and works great.
4: Oh, it's so high tech too, like the high def night vision outdoor camera. It's wireless. So you can mount it anywhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. Perfect the perfect system for your home in minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Again, that's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Support our beloved sponsors, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
3: This is probably a good lead into what you're about to tell us. One recent challenge posted on TikTok. Encouraged people to cook chicken in, in a mixture of uh tylenol dextromethorphan is that the that's uh, like your uh allergy a medicine, cough right?
4: suppressant or, I think.
3: yeah that's what that is and uh, then another one ba- the, all the ingredients of nyquil boiling a medication can make it more much more concentrated says the fda so do not boil your chicken in nyquil and then eat it and then they went on to say the teenage brain is not fully developed um which uh Lord has, knows that's true. Has an effect on rational thought, so kids don't necessarily stop to consider some of these challenges. For instance, that laundry detergent is a poison and could burn their throat. What they will focus on is that the popular kid in class did this and got hundreds of likes and comments. I don't know. I feel like I would have not drank laundry detergent as a high school kid, no matter what, and anybody who did it was a freaking moron. That's kind of what yes. I think.
4: Uh, yes, we didn't grow up with uh, the Internet and likes and, and favorites and whatever else. Uh, but, yeah, I have the same view. Uh, let the meeting of the Herds Advisory Board uh, come to order. Here we have a 17-year-old who ate a Tide Pod because somebody told them to. <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: Well, thank God there's an FDA <clears throat> warning out there
4: now. Yeah. Uh, uh, so boy. Anyway. Ah, So this uh, focuses on this uh, young woman who's applying to a private high school in her hometown, and she needed at least one letter of recommendation from a teacher. She'd never asked for one, so she sought help. Teacher letter of recommendation. She typed into TikTok's search bar. And she scrolled until she found two videos, one explaining how to ask teachers for a recommendation letter, the other showing a template for one. And according to this article, and you know, I don't know, uh, both had been made by teachers and were easier to understand than a Google search result or a YouTube video. Yeah,
3: I was about to say, I would have done the same thing with YouTube, but they think it's better than YouTube, but... Yeah, man, if you don't use, I think if you don't use social media for that sort of stuff, you're really missing out. It is so fun. What did I do the other day? It'll pop into my head. Something I was having a problem with. I YouTubed it real quick, and there was a video. No, you just go to this, click on that, press that, and they will be done.
4: Awesome. I do yeah. that all the time. They point out TikTok is known for its viral dance videos and pop music, but for Generation Z, the video app is increasingly a search engine, too. Uh, more and more young people using TikTok's powerful communist algorithm. (laughs) I threw in communists. Yeah, well, yeah, that that should not be left out of
3: any TikTok discussion. Our own government says don't have it on your phone. The Chinese are
4: stealing all your information. Yeah. Don't trust China. Exactly. Uh, Let's see, here's a 25-year-old who uses the app to look for restaurants in L.A. where she lives. On TikTok, quote, you see how the person actually felt about where they ate. A long-winded written review of a restaurant can't quite capture its ambiance, food, and drinks like a bite-sized clip can, she says.
3: Oh, I know what it was. My 2015 Ford Expedition wouldn't start. And it was saying the key battery was low, but I replaced the the battery and the key. It still wouldn't start. So I, I was really frustrated. And because uh, I just traded it in, and I need to drive it to the dealership. I YouTube'd it, and there is a secret compartment inside the uh, the center console where you stick the key if the battery. Blah blah blah. Anyway, I started right up. I would have never figured that out ever. Quick YouTube video, and I got it. And so TikTok's the same way. There, if you have trouble with your washing machine, if you anything that's not working, YouTube it or TikTok it, I guess.
4: You'll be yeah, amazed. I'm not TikTok in it because the commie Chinese, right. but yeah, it is amazing. Or you could read your manual, Jack. It probably said that on page three hundred forty-three yeah. of your manual. Yeah. And then I came across this: "Be real is hotter than TikTok, so TikTok is copying." Uh oh, yipes! That A two-year-old hurts. that
3: hurts because you mentioned something I haven't even heard of.
4: Oh, be real! You got to be real, man. Get on Be Real. Uh, a two-year-old French photo sharing app is earning the highest form of flattery from big tech, imitation, be-real, which prompts users once per day to snap and share a quick photo from wherever they happen to be. Candid, not carefully curated, not made up, not fancy, just real-life stuff. It's topping charts with social media experiences that prioritize spontaneous connections over image-conscious curation. Is it letter B-R-E-E-L? Uh, no, it's B is in uh, to be or not to be. That is the question. When R-E-A-L? B? Yeah, be
3: real. Well, then it's be real. You're saying be real. It's just completely wrong. Be real. Be real. Be real. The second one is correct. There you go. What the first you one was wrong. About? I don't know what you're talking about.
4: Instagram has confirmed it is working on a similar feature called IG Candid Challenges. A week after Snapchat debuted its own dual camera mode. Any of you people have a job? (laughs) And TikTok has responded with a new feature called TikTok Now. Do you have a job? Have a kid and a job (laughs) and you won't do any of this, S, because Uh, you're too busy. I'm
3: 15. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do your homework. Get a kid. I had a job when I was 15. I When I was 15, between school, sports, and my job, I didn't have time to be on Be Real or Be Real <laughs> or anything else. I was busy. Be busier, people. Be busier, oh. all of you who are spending. How do you spend billions of hours on YouTube, TikTok, Be Real, Facebook, all these different things? Get a job and a kid.
4: I get meals myself all day long with technology that would have cost $75,000 only a few years ago, and then I go to school and learn that this country is terrible. And then I complain about being depressed
3: and think about killing myself. That's right. And don't connect the dots.
4: Oh, that reminds me. Do we have time for this? Barely. We're going to run late. Yeah, It's not like it's the first time. Uh, I talked about this a couple of times, but I grabbed the actual quote about v- dating in virtual reality. And all these people talking about how it's interesting, the ups, the downs, the blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, A couple of quotes. Uh, One woman's talking about a VR club, which are popular spaces for people to go drink and party, but they're not actually together. She Uh says, it's kind of bad because I don't think people realize that technically you're not alone, but you are alone. And then this description of these two people who are doing VR dating and they decided they really meant something to each other. They got together, even though he lived in Newcastle, England, and she lived in Wisconsin. Went swimmingly. They really got along. My God, love is blooming. Hanging out with someone in VR may seem close to the real thing, but it's just not the same, they discovered. Once you meet someone physically, VR doesn't cut it anymore. No way. The first time in VR together, after they met, it was miserable. Quote, we cried with each other because it was that sad. Yeah. It was like, this sucks. I don't want to be in vr Mm -hmm. that's what i've been trying to tell people for so long you're eating candy i have so many friends on facebook i get together with my friends via snapchat or whatever you're eating candy it fills your belly and so you don't take in the nutrition of real human relationships teach your kids that play them this tape
3: Yeah, a couple of friends of mine and I have vowed to talk on the phone a lot more often. We started doing that because we realized the whole texting thing is just... It's like the candy candy version of having conversations.
4: You know what? You're right. I'm going to join you in that. You've inspired me. You're my hero. It's completely different.
3: Uh, Anyway, you can join us on the text line anytime you want. 415-295-KFTC.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong
2: and Getty Show. Thank you, I appreciate it. Thank you, it's my birthday. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was funny. I, I forgot how old I am because you reach a certain age and you forget how old you are, and you, you just it just happens. So I go, yeah, I'm, uh, you know. Uh, I'm 49 or whatever, yeah. And so that's great. And, you know, yeah, and the car's in 49. They go, I don't think I'm 49, am I? <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah, you are. And, they, and so my daughter goes, Alexa, how old is Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> and I said, Jimmy Fallon is 48 years old. So I go, that's the yeah. best kids yeah. ever. You gave me a year of my life back. I have a whole year ahead of me for <laughs> free.
3: His daughter, Alexa, how old is Jimmy Fallon? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, finding out Jimmy Fallon's almost 50 made me feel a lot older.
4: <laughs> yeah. So yeah I, it's like when that exciting young kid out of Utah State retires at age 40. You're thinking, wait a minute, what? Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Sports um, fans. Have yeah. you had Beyond Meat? I think I, I had Impossible <clears throat> Burger. I don't know if I've had Beyond Meat.
4: Yeah, I think I've had the Impossible Burger.
3: The Beyond Meat COO, Doug Ramsey, arrested for allegedly biting a man's nose after an Arkansas college football game. Wow. In a parking garage, got into a fight, bit the guy's nose. Wow, he he was craving real meat, apparently. Who knows what actually happened? Oh, there you go. Uh, the uh, COO of Beyond Meat allegedly punched through the back windshield of a Subaru after it made contact with the front tire of his car. The Subaru owner then got out of his car, and then, then it's on. And uh, Ramsey alleged started punching him and
4: bit his nose, ripping his flesh on the tip of his nose. Well, let's well, let's focus on the fact that he punched through the back window of a car. How angry and or superhuman is this guy?
3: The victim and witness also alleged that Ramsey told the Subaru owner, Subaru owner he would kill him. This wow. is all uh, obviously potentially completely 100 percent true. It's also possibly true that the person drunkenly got in an altercation and then found out shortly thereafter that it was a gazillionaire he got in an altercation with. came mm. up with a good story. So who knows? Different story. New Jersey radio hosts defend teachers who have sex with underage students. so I thought,, well, I should look into this because we are radio hosts, and we've had our uh, you know we've had our different flaps we've had to defend ourselves
4: from over the years. It's always interesting to hear where the line is. This is
3: kind of interesting. I don't know these guys, Dennis Malloy and Judy Franco. Radio hosts voiced controversial opinions regarding teachers who have sexual relationships with underage students. We've actually talked about this before. They wrote an article titled, New Jersey Teachers Plus Students Equals Sex. Opinion, which mentioned a recent mentioned a recent case involving a 24 year old male teacher who faces sexual assault charges for having a relationship with a 17 year old female student. The age of consent in New Jersey is 16. Hmm. And they argue that the teacher should not have to register as a sex offender for it. They did say uh, that if the sexual contact was consensual, the teacher should not face sexual assault charges. They did think the teacher should be removed from
4: school. I don't think this is controversial at all. That seems like a pretty nuanced opinion.
3: Yeah, the two coasts wrote that they believe teachers who have sexual relationships with students should be removed from their positions for displaying a lack of self-control, but they should not always face serious criminal charges. For instance, if the age of consent in that state is, you know, lower than the age involved, they haven't committed a crime in the real world, so don't think I'm a blue
4: dot for that. I don't understand how this is an issue at all, unless they have a... Well, you can't elevate the age of consent if you're in one particular building. Mm. I mean, what if this teacher met a girl from a different school or a different school district and they were dating and had sex?
3: Uh, This gets more controversial here.
4: And I'm not saying it's a good idea. I just don't quite get the legal uh, ground that they're standing on.
3: Should we paint a 17-year-old girl as a weak little flower? Should we understand that she has the power imbued with her to choose and decide how to use her? Blah, blah, blah. Seventeen-year-olds a child? We decided that, as a country. Yeah, that whole what's a
4: child, what's an adult thing is pretty blurry.
3: If you miss an hour of the show, you can get it in podcast form. Just search on TikTok or for wherever for Armstrong and Getty on demand.
6: Armstrong
1: and Getty.
4: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at Chumpacasino.com.
0: Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex Annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.